everybody, and welcome to Spine Chill Season 13, the Whoa. first of many in the year 2023. Uh, I'm your host, or co-host, John Wolf here, with my co-host, Gary the Hot Cross. Hello! A.K.A. Purple Guy. Uh, and we've also got Doug Running Man. Hello! <laughs> Our 14-time recurring I, guest. Already not a fan of this purple guy name. That we need to work on. Yeah, well, you should have picked a different color then, I guess. Well, purple hair, um, purple, today, purple blanket. I'll be the handsome today guy. Today we're gonna... You can't choose your nickname, Gary. It doesn't work <laughs> like that. Today we're gonna be talking about... <laughs> Our usual roundtable discussion of uh, asymmetrical horror games, DVD, VHS, Killer Clowns, Texas Chainsaw, Evil Dead, Prop Night. There it is. And maybe a new one that just came out recently, actually. We'll have a little surprise segment on that. We'll be talking about uh, New Year's uh, resolutions, things we like to see from these games in the new year, as well as some other just more general meta topics today. So, hope everyone's excited for that. Very Mid. Good. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. No, I'm excited. Oh, yeah. It's whatever. It's whatever. It's just mm. my life. It's just my entire life is these games, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so, should we start with Dead by Daylight? Everyone's favorite? Yeah, as usual. Yeah, yeah we'll start with some DVD discussion. So, the servers in the UK and EU, as I'm aware, as, as far as I'm aware, have been a bit of a nightmare. I know they've been rough in NA as well, but oh my god, they've been in a really bad spot, in, at least in the UK, in my experience. Because, like, I was having, like, 1 in 10 games be super, like, unplayable. Like, you would just be teleporting around. It was a nightmare. I don't know if you two have had any similar experiences with that. I know you are both NA. Yeah, I've been I've been having some server issues too. I will say this much: um, behavior is very resistant to removing the DC penalty. It's felt like there have been situations in the past with the hacking situation, with other situations where mm -hmm. like removing the DC penalty seemed like it was a really easy decision, and they've resisted doing it. Um, it seems to be like their last resort for any sort of issue that's happening is removing the DC penalty. And as of right now, the DC penalty is off thanks to the server issues. So. Obviously, it's a it's a big enough deal that they've taken away the crown jewel, the DC penalty. I didn't even realize they turned it off. Did they tweet that out? They didn't. I don't think they advertised. I suppose, it. I suppose um, they probably don't want to tell people. So I learned about it because I was streaming and I was playing Hag for eighteen hours straight, and uh, uh, you. after a while, yeah, it's not my. <laughs> How dare you? It's not Don't my fault. They, they paid for it, uh, but it was very apparent very quickly. When I was playing so much hag that the DC penalty was off, if you know what I'm saying. Did they, like, did they was, drop like flies? Yeah, there's just that, they'd, I they'd see them. they'd see one of your phantasm traps go off and they'd be like, "Dum." Yep. <laughs> there was a lot, whole lot of go next happening, and then of oh. course chat, you know, it relayed to me that oh, the DC penalty is off. So yeah, servers nice. are are struggling. I know it's worse in the EU than the NA. Because again, you guys are getting like unplayable games, and and there's a not lot every of, like, game though. Like one in ten. Not I every would say game, was... right? But I haven't had a single game where I came in and the game was like from the jump unplayable. But mm. definitely a lot of issues with hit validation, teleporting. Yes. I had I had a tracer survivor that was running and then was all of a sudden behind me. Things like that. Yeah. Things that don't routinely Constantly. happen are happening routinely. So. Yeah, it was a lot of stuff like uh, playing killer and chasing someone 
and then suddenly they're like 10 meters further than they should have been. But it's like yeah. not speed hacks. It's just it's just like a the server's teleport. Up. Like the server's catching up. Constantly things like that. Like me hitting somebody with a hatchet right in front of me and being like, there's no way that shouldn't have hit. And then the survivor teleports or I teleport or rubber band or something. Even things like... Uh, um, you know, like starting the grab animation or starting mm -hmm. the dead heart animation and then it just doesn't go through. It's yeah. been, it, it's been like every game, there's a few different things that's like, this usually doesn't happen like maybe more than one time per match, but it'll happen like four, five, six times a match. And just from yeah. one player's perspective. Yeah, yeah I, have a theory. I don't know. Okay, Doug. Gary, you can continue and then I can give my... Okay, well, I was going to say, like, I've had the opposite in my experience is, like, the games have been mostly okay, like, just normal, and then you have those really bad ones that it's unplayable, and it's like, please just put, like, let me die on hook, please. Yeah. <laughs> let oh, me get well, on to the next one. You don't have to die on hook now because the DC penalties. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's perfect. Just, uh, I can play again. Um, I have a theory that one of the issues is, um, and it's happening kind of, I don't know, you know, beyond Dead by Daylight in the horror asim genre, like basically every major multiplayer online game right now is having similar issues. And I think a lot of it has mm. to do with the holidays and there being a mm. lot of people that are not normally playing, playing at not, you know, not high traffic hours. And I know you can look at the Steam charts and say, well, the, you know, player base hasn't really fluctuated a lot, but though, you know, Steam charts isn't going to, isn't going to account for the console players that are playing, which I yeah. think is a majority player base of any game with crossplay tends to be console because that's where the more casual people and the younger generation people typically play. Mm. Um, so I think it's just kind of, and again, like I've seen it in Overwatch, Escape from Tarkov has been like basically unplayable over the holiday. Uh, which is a, another big game that had a big update over the holiday. Um, just in general, I'm hearing a lot of a lot of negative feedback about server stability, and I think a lot of it has to do with just increased, and it could be increased traffic in the games, could be increased traffic and, and weight on the ISPs, but I don't know. It's just, just that's just my theory. I'm not. Mm -hmm. Seems like a I'm pretty not solid an, theory, though. It would make I'm sense. Not internet, I'm not an internet scientist, so you know. Right. No, it's, that was pretty close to what I was kind of assuming was going on, because I was like, it's not coincidence that this is around the holidays, I don't think. It's also, no. you know, behavior's out of office right now, right? So I, I was going to say, the, the, the theory I've seen is that behavior don't care! Yeah, I want to I want to <laughs> oh touch on this, though. This is, this is actually really funny you brought that up, and as a veteran, I don't know if I've ever mentioned that I have a lot of hours in Dead by Daylight that I've been How playing. How many hours do you have, though? I haven't said that People, recently. Oh, yeah, I've never told you over eleven thousand. Whoa! Have I told you guys that I I played I played in two thousand sixteen when the game first came out? Have I ever mentioned that oh to you? Oh my god! Wowzers! Wow! Yeah, I can't believe so you to yourself all this time. Sixteen. Yeah. So, anyways, the point I'm just gonna make is that it's it's actually kind of to me as an OG in the game very funny because it feels like that like every single time behavior goes on holiday vacation or break something like major happens in the game like it's been every single year there will be like a game breaking bug there will be like a game breaking issue and then they're just like well we'll be back in two weeks to take care of that and so it's right. just it's almost one of those things like when this started happening i was like oh it's just the yearly breakdown when behavior is on vacation um right so have they been off for like a week now already then i'm guessing how long when did they go on break i think i, I think that hold on i can probably get it because because I would have thought because there's a PTB surely on the horizon. Yeah, the PTB should be um I think it's gonna be this week. I don't think we have it communicated 
directly when it's they have they be, haven't said anything about that I they think pretty much I, never say it. Yeah. I, yeah. But I mean, for a hundred percent, I can tell you it's, it's early 2023, right? Which would yeah. be like sometime in the next two weeks. Um, so yeah. I would assume it's not this week coming if they're on holiday. I would assume it's um, the week after. They already like have these set up like weeks ahead of time, don't they? So yeah, yeah but like, I just, got it. I just feel like you wouldn't, you wouldn't release a PTB whilst you're away. I mean, well, no. but, but, but would they? I mean, if they do, that would be. <laughs> They'll be back in the office this week, surely. Yeah, Maybe. I would. I would think so. I'd hope so. I, okay, I don't have a date officially, but I'm gonna guess this week. I'm gonna guess because mm. if you follow, if you look at the the calendar, that's what I mean. Like it's coming it, around it to the time where we usually it literally, get it literally, one. It literally falls on this week yeah. if you if you follow the fucking if you follow the breadcrumb trail to mm. where they usually release, right? So I'm gonna bet this. They usually come out on Wednesday. Tuesdays. Wednesday. Come out Wednesdays. Tuesday. It's Wednesdays usually, mm. isn't it? I think the full, Tuesdays, the full release no. is a Tuesday. No, PTBs are Wednesday. I unless they changed it, I feel like it's always Tuesday for content updates, and then like Wednesdays for like tomes and in-game stuff. Mm-hmm. I think PTBs yeah. have been on Wednesdays in the past, so I think that's why I don't ever know anymore. Oh, maybe. It's hard to keep track. The, I think sometimes I like on Tuesdays they, as well. I think there was well, a stage they, where they were coming out on Wednesday. Oh, it doesn't really matter. Okay. There was a this time is... when they were on Wednesday, and there's a time when they were on Tuesday, and I don't know which one was more recent. This is why you come to Spine Shield, for us to confirm stuff and help you out, guys. It's going to be either this week or next week, probably. And yeah, it's going to be either Tuesday on, or a Wednesday. And either Tuesday, <laughs> or, Wednesday. Or, either, or either Tuesday or Wednesday, maybe, unless they change that also. So you're welcome. It could, be, yeah. it could be Tuesday this week. It could be Wednesday this week. It could be Tuesday next week. Or it could be Wednesday next week. We've narrowed it mark, down for you. Yeah, mark your calendars and you're welcome and yeah. happy holidays from Spongebob. Put a big red circle around those four days. Yeah. With a question mark in the middle of them. Um, <laughs> But we should be seeing the new UI update and some potentially some map reworks, judging by that screenshot where you can mm-hmm. see obviously the window and the, the door, the breakable door have been swapped around on Area of Crows. Right, yeah. yeah. We talked about that in season twelve. Mm. Um, yep. my 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 mini wish list for this, I just want them to do something about the gen kick meta. I uh, preferably Do you think they're if, gonna go at any perks do you think that is a possibility i'm not holding my breath but it would be a nice surprise if yeah if we get through this mid chapter and eruption stays exactly the same like i officially don't know what they're thinking over there uh like that's like the minimum that needs to happen i'm not saying like they need to nerf call brine and overcharge and eruption but eruption is such an like obvious outlier at this yeah. point, I just don't see how I, they I could leave think it as I think I think Call of Brian and Overcharge are fine, especially with the new UI system. Like, there's no excuse for someone not going to go check on your generator if they have a little UI thing that tells you you've gotten off a gen. Um, you know, if they see you getting chased off, they know to go check it. Maybe, uh, mm. but yeah, Eruption. No one likes Eruption. I've seen it very yeah. widely unpopular on basically every yeah. social media. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw somebody tweet recently, I don't, I can't remember who it was, but, because, like, really the problem with Eruption isn't the regression, it's the incapacitated. Mm. Oh, yeah. definitely. And, absolutely. absolutely, yeah. And we talked it's, it's 25 seconds how, of sat like an idiot. Like, like, incapacitated, the only thing that causes it that's not, like, an add-on, like, that, that weird Huntress add-on that causes it, mm. is Eruption and Pinhead's chains. Like, and Victor. Those are, and Victor. Right, right, yeah, yeah. 
But um, other than that, it's restricted to add-ons. And I saw somebody tweet recently that it should be restricted to just add-ons. And I was like, you know what? It's kind of... I, I, I don't see any reason to disagree with that. But if, if they could just do something about that aspect of it specifically, that would be great. That's my little mini can wish I, list. Can I, can I give you guys... I was talking about this on stream. What I Because somebody was... It was a debate about, about eruption. And of course, like... I feel like you have to be on like a heavy dose of copium to say like eruption's fine. You must you have to be like a killer only player that's never touched survivor that doesn't care. Yeah. And right. I was like, dude, eruption, the survivor version of eruption would be if you could flashlight blind the killer, just a, a typical blind, and then the next time he tried to pick up a survivor, he just you just got a flashlight save for it. You don't have to or do any work. Like a 30 second blind from one flashlight save. Well, 25 seconds. Yeah. 25, yeah. 25 seconds. That's 25, yeah, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? I think the equivalent yeah. power swing uh, and the amount of actual effort you have to put in and the, and the amount of counterplay there is, like it's literally just you, you kick a gen and you just forget about it. And then like later on, you get to just take someone out of the game for 30 seconds, which is like a lifetime in DVD. It's just... It's right. like, and, the, and the worst thing is because you're incapacitated, you sit and you go, what, do I, what am I supposed to do right now? You, you can't do I, anything. I usually, I usually just take my hands off the keyboard and just sit there. Yeah. Just wait yeah. twenty five yeah. seconds so that I can carry on. It's like, yeah, yeah. You can't, yeah, you can't do any of like the usual actions that you could take. You can like loop the killer, but if you're work, if you're just working on a gen and they down somebody, you're not going to loop the killer while you're incapacitated. Yeah. So that's just. I mean, like, usually I'd go look around for a totem, but it's like I can't yeah. do that either. I can't Wait, kill. I can't do anything else. Yeah, yeah, and the only counterplay, the only counterplay is don't do gens because unless, and the only way to counter it really is to be a four man on comms that's like I'm about to go down, get off the gens, like yeah, it's right. like I can't imagine them feeling like it's healthy for the game to have a perk that can only be countered by having you know three friends in comms and and doing comp callouts. It's this right. is a big problem, and and I'm, what I'm going to say is that I'm really like not hopeful that it'll get changed anytime soon because we saw that when did we see the eruption buff like last month. It was uh, 6.1.0 was the eruption change, right? Wasn't it? Wasn't it July? No, they they put no. a new buff. They put the regression buff in recently. The re they, yeah, but the regression right, buff wasn't right. the problem though. Like the change was. Okay, okay so maybe then maybe we are in in if it was July, then we are because what I was gonna say is if you guys recall the ruin undying five ruin meta that we had for a while there, where you know you had to cleanse ruin five mm. up to five times depending on RNG. Um, that got pretty equivalent pushback from the community. The killer side, a lot of people on the killer side were, were being like, I won't run it cause it's baloney. Like they were like, right. not about it. And yeah. so yeah. that took them five months to change. They, they took five months to say, okay, you're right. There shouldn't be five ruins per game. So was it really that long. It was wow. literally five months. Yeah. So I oh think gosh. that if July was the big perk shakeup, we're actually around that five month window where mm -hmm. it would be a similar kind of timing on addressing the issue so maybe we will see it they haven't said anything but i'm i'm actually considering that i didn't think that it had been that long considering it has been four or five months since they made the change yeah i mean we might we might see them kind of i think i think it's only been popularized in the last couple of months though true yeah i, th I think a lot of people slept on it for a long time and then it yeah. got a bit of traction as people realized i think i think the night no, I, really popularized it like i think people realized how strong it could be to just three gen and yeah use right kick gen. well i I remember in the aftermath of the 6.1 update in, in July, everyone was running Pain Res Deadman Switch mm, for a bit. Yep. Like, that was kind of the standard. And with, with Ruin nerfed, it was like, well, this is the new standard. And then slowly, 
I remember around like September or so, I was like, is it just me or is Call of Brian Overcharge really strong? And <laughs> and then it was like it was like everybody kind of slowly started shifting that way until it was like, well, what if we ran Call of Brian Overcharge and Eruption? What if we ran three kick perks? And it was like it did take a while for it to settle in, but yeah. And then when they added nowhere to hide, it was like boom. Nowhere to hide. And you oh heard of God. people, John's taking credit for discovering Call of Brian and <laughs> no, no, cards. In no, September, no, no, I said no, it was good, and now all of a sudden everybody's running no, I'm it. Not, wow. I'm not, I didn't, I wasn't the I fucking know. Columbus of I know, I just Call thought it was funny. I just, it, at the time, most people were yeah. still running Pain Res Deadman Switch in my games that I was having. And John pointed like, it out. I think. Then John discovered it, and all of a sudden, discover- it's, <laughs> this meta is John Wolf's fault. <laughs> I'm going to Twitter. Oh I will say. I will say that I was running Ruin Pop regularly as a joke before people started switching to that back in the day. But I'm not yeah. going to credit for Trends discovering are. that. I just, the John Wall yeah. Special, as I believe it was known. The John Wall Special. That's right. That's why I called it. <laughs> um, because it was so pessimistic. It was like, well, Ruin's going to get cleansed anyway, so I'll just have Pop. Yeah. Um, I do, on that note, I do really miss Hexes and, and Totem interaction in general. I feel like it's an element of the game that has been a, like a direct result of this kick gen meta. It's just like gone. Because, like, they, they gutted Ruin, right? Which was the yeah. bread and butter for a long time. And they've they've severely nerfed Boons. And now, in most of my games, I find people just don't interact with Totems at all. They don't cleanse them. They don't bless them. They don't they don't look for Hexes. The, the only it's time, just a part of the game The only time you do see a Hex build now is when it's plaything Pentimento. And that's miserable yeah. for a yeah. whole different reason. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. So it's like it's all or nothing. There's no in between, you're right. Because like when you do see ruin now, it's actually quite a nice trait. Devour. I love I love bumping into Devour. Noed's It's exciting. Noed's yeah. incredibly rare, but that's always a trait, I, isn't it? Everyone loves Noed. But we do. <laughs> I feel like I feel like when when I see Devour Hope go off, like it's it's exciting. It becomes like mission impossible. Wouldn't that be great if when Devour got discovered it changed the music? Yeah, yeah. That would actually be pretty sick. Yeah. If like there was a if there was a global exposed status mm. like for Myers Tier Three or Devour Hope or Noed, it would be cool if there was like kind of like a yeah, like an ominous sound or something. Yeah, kind of, that's a really cool idea. We should yeah. we should actually we should actually pitch that in one of those surveys. That's really that'd be cool. That was it just like be. a whole the whole map would be like become like kind of more ominous. Like or yeah. maybe even like the the lighting could come down a little bit. <gasps> Oh yeah, it's like it's like, like when it's like when a, um, that's a huge effect that's difficult to achieve. So it's, yeah, it's like who wants to be a millionaire when it goes yeah, yeah, the lights change. Like I, well, I know, I know like when Myers gets tier yeah. three, he has the little jingle, but yeah, it'd be cool <laughs> he's a Christmas tree. Yeah, <laughs> yes, Gary. I also was thinking about who wants to be a millionaire in my hypotheticals. Yes. <laughs> I could be the tune as well. Dun 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 dun. Like, you know, perfect. So and they could have a in, little spotlight that comes out yeah, each yeah, player. Yeah. yeah, and then Howie Mandel can somehow be in DVD <laughs> and be like, "You are exposed." <laughs> like, whoever, whoever that is, I'm guessing that's the American presenter. Isn't he one of them? I don't know. I just I feel like he's one of them. Howie Mandel is the host of Deal or No Deal. Oh, oh. we have no Edmund. Oh, that is. Whoops! Huh? I don't, I only watch horror movies. Leave me alone. All right. So, um, <laughs> in light of all this talk about the meta, I think one of the important things to just like maybe cover, kind of just give our final take on the meta before we find out in the next week or two what the meta is going to maybe look like differently. 
is just like the meta has shifted into this very exhausting back and forth where every like the, not everyone but the vast majority of killers are running these three gen kick builds right and so to to respond to that the vast majority of survivors are running toolboxes prove thyself stake out hyper focus basically get yeah. gens done as fast as possible and the fallout from that is that the killers who don't want to play a 45 minute game of i'm not going to chase you i'm going to kick the gens are getting what feels like gen rushed mm. but then on the flip side survivor players are doing what they have to do to maybe escape a couple times today so on the flip yeah. side if you're a survivor player and you're solo queue or you're running you know a fun build i'm running a little head-on you know quick and quiet build you're just losing because you got the gens aren't happening efficiently enough. So it's like the, the majority on both sides are really like tightening it up and playing very competitively. And the real people that are suffering are the more casual players or the people that are playing for the experience that are, because you're left behind on either side. If you, I mean, I know oh, because yeah. I literally refuse to run a three gen build. I will not, I kick right. gens if I have nothing else to do. Like I hate kicking gens. I want to be in chase. Me too. Me too. Right. See, like yeah, uh, so I, I was playing killer the other day, and I, and I was, I just took, I was taking gift of pain and oppression because oppression is like a really underutilized. I, I like oppression. I think it's a fun perk. I, I, I like oppression I wish, too. I also yeah. take the cooldown off of it because I don't know why Jolt's got no cooldown, but oppression doesn't does. it have an eighty second cooldown. Yeah, it's like so ridiculous. once you use it, you're not using it for a long time. Um, yeah, but I like taking that perk, but oh my god, Jen's pop, and I'm running around with those two perks as my slowdown because I only take two because right. Well, because it's just baseline crawl. regression. Mm, it doesn't yeah. have the bonuses that have yeah. become. Um, well, I feel, I feel like both sides just like take it personally too, and it's like it's not. It's like killers are like, well, I'm only running the three gen builds because they run gen builds, and then survivors are like, I'm only running the gen builds because they run kick builds, and it's like you're both right, but like you're both also part of the root cause of why it's happening. You're yeah, you're because both like, spreading the non-fun yeah. cycle. I yeah. shot at him because he shot at me. Well, I shot at him because he shot at me. Like, yeah, it's, right. just, it's, and the thing is like, people will always complain and they'll always blame the other side, but like, we're all complicit in some way. And the thing is like, it's not a problem. The community is going to solve for itself because no gaming community on earth is going to self-regulate and be like, well, this is too strong. No. I won't run it. I won't run it. Like it's on the development team. It's on behavior to solve this problem. Like it has to be taken away in some yeah. way. Yeah, I think that's been proven because I've, I've always been an advocate because um, the players are making the choice. They, they care about the invisible MMR number, but you're right. Like, behavior, the one saying, here's an invisible MMR number. You should care about it. And yeah. people do because they, they can't For be trusted. For some reason. Yeah. Not to. Well, I, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's true that people are very, like, all business now and it's all about the gens. And, you know, I, th I think we may have. I think I may have said this exact thing a couple of weeks ago, but it, it is time for behavior to step in because the, 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 the gaming community at large, like you said, cannot self-regulate. Uh, it, it's not like they're going to be like, you know what? Winning is nice, but having fun is more important. Nobody's going <laughs> to do that at, at like a grand scale, right? To play but, devil's advocate on this topic, I will say the, the reason that behavior have made these choices and made these meta shifts is to improve balance in the game. DVD is now more balanced than it's ever been from from like a perk meta perspective, and that's because people um, are always complaining about balance. Like it's not the balance; it's not perfect. I think but it is more balanced. I think in some ways it's more balanced, but I think in other ways it's not. I, I, 
it's not balanced if people aren't playing to win. But if you all play to win now, it's a balanced, it's a balanced situation. More balanced. It's yeah. not balanced. More, it's not, it's not perfect. It never will be because DVD yeah. was never designed to be a competitive game. Um, yeah. But it, it has slightly tilted that direction. And I think like it's more balanced for those players now than it ever has been. Um, and that's the players wanted that. Behavior, you know, initially never they designed it to be like that. that. So it's they the players got what they wanted that. and maybe we're not that thrilled with what we've got. I think that the majority of people that are outspoken about wanting the game balanced don't like the way the game feels right now. Yeah. And so I don't think they're, I think they're getting what they want and they don't like it. Um, I, I completely agree. It's like you've watched my next YouTube video. <laughs> I feel like I, yeah, I feel like I'm, tr- I'm clairvoyant about Gary's YouTube, but no, it's, yeah, it's, it's not going to get any better. Um, I don't think, because again, I, I, I think I've touched on this on this podcast. I've definitely talked about it publicly that, um, you know, people, they, they, they are quick to blame balance when they lose and they have no ability to blame balance when they win. They don't mm. like accept that a lot of the times they win games, it's because of RNG or luck or a lot, you know, a lot of the decisions you make in DVD or a yeah. coin toss. Exactly. 50 fifties everywhere. Right. And so yeah. it's like, if you win, I was amazing. What a balanced game that was. And if I lose, wow, the game's ba- imbalanced. I got robbed. Is kind of like the mindset. And the optimal Swift side. wins again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had anyway a, a million examples of being accused of being in a Survivor Friends when I was just solo queue and talking mm. on stream about macaroni right. and cheese or something, and you know. But, that, <laughs> but in, in that guy's eyes, we were this like highly lubed up, you know, comp team. It's just, mm. yeah, the game has has only gotten worse the more balanced it's gotten. And this is, again, I don't know if I've mentioned it before, but I have been playing the game since the beginning. I've played through every meta in the game. You have? Uh, I have, yeah, believe it or not. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate, and I don't know what that looks like for the future. I don't know if behavior will pump the brakes on balance. Maybe they, they'll see all this feedback and kind of read between the lines that, hey, the more we balance the game. And, again, the, the snowman event maybe is, like, a good indicator that they're kind of leaning into fun more than balance they've they adjusted things to where the killer can use the snowman now they took away the free i guess maybe but isn't that isn't that just more whiny balance pandering because killers were like this isn't fair because it was just a stupid little snowman thing and now it's like well now it's fair no one's using it killers don't use it yeah (laughs) because most killers aren't interested in it i was playing killer on thursday and i was chasing the survivor um and then they tried to snowman tech me where they loop me really tight around the snowman. So I would hit the snowman and they I would get a free hit. That. Yeah. So I think I had... behavior should remove snowman from the game. <laughs> right. Yeah. I had a game where I had a game where twice I got, I got flashlight, like a flashlight blind and I got flash banged by people jumping out of snowman that I didn't know they were in, which was really funny. And again, you guys know me. I was like, yeah, that was great. Oh my God. What a play. So and so yeah, right. I went out and I went out and tweeted about it where I was like, behavior needs to look at these snowmen because twice I was abused by snowman flashbangs and flashlights. And this is not fair. Like it was just, yeah. it's just things like that are like what keeps the game fun and fresh and mm. keeps people coming back to it. But again, like you said, I, I played a lot of games with the snowman in the game and I had one game where a snowman, really like had an impact on the gameplay in a, in a fun way. So, um, mm-hmm. I just hope that they, I that they start to like listen to the, the feedback about the game, not maybe feeling like the game that we fell in love with and not feeling like a fun chase based game. And I don't know, do something about it. 
I want them I think... to trust the silent majority a little more because, like, a lot of the a lot of the balance changes were made against what the silent majority of people were enjoying the game as it was. There's just whiny people on Twitter that were like, "Yeah, we should work on balance because these 15 very loud, popular people want it balanced." I think the majority of players didn't care. Just give me Feng cosmetics. The game was fine. Just give me cosmetics. Nerf dead hard and move on. <laughs> John and Doug have nothing to say to that. Sorry, I was looking something. Up. <laughs> <laughs> I just tuned you I out, was, Gary. I was zoning out. Oh, fair enough. We'll take the floor then. I don't have anything to say. Yeah, I mean, I think we might be we might be ready to wrap on DBD. Do we have? We wanted to talk yeah, about yeah. our resolutions or what we'd like like to see in the future. I think was that a thing? I'm gonna talk well, about like, oh, for like DBD for this year. Yeah. I yeah. okay. So yeah, I, I was about to say because like the reason I wasn't saying anything is because I don't really have anything else to say on the topic. I feel like I'm just being like the NARF eruption drum over and over again. Um, but I think for the year, I would like to see more like skill shot killers this year. We only got one last year, Wesker, and I, I was talking recently uh, with uh, Sinnoh actually about this, about the killers that came out last year. There was Dredge, Sadako, Wesker, and Knight. And I really only enjoyed playing Wesker of the four of them. I don't really like playing the other three, and I know there are people that do, but I would like to see more um, skill shot killers this year because those are the ones that I like to play the most and i also think that they have like a lot of them will have like a form of anti-loop you know like a hunter's hatchet or or death slinger chain um but it's it's one that you have to earn you have to you have to shoot it the direct uh correct direction you have to do it like the survivor has a chance to dodge i feel like it's a good way also to to make the game more chase oriented like that um because it's it's a power that works in chase, so you want to get chases. So that's my that's my big wish list for DBD. I hope that the killers this year are more chase oriented. Yeah, I'd I'd be happy with that. I mean, I'd like to see more focus on some M1 killers. Not everyone needs a big fancy like M2 situation added to them. Like I I like a lot of the you know I still like Trapper quite a lot. I like Wraith. I like simple kit. Like I like Pig. I think the most exciting is I, I play Dredge for me. I quite like. They've got a nice cool teleport. I know Doug is a, a fellow Dredge enjoyer. Oh, um, I love but like, I like a fairly basic killer where I can just focus on the looping side of things. I'm, like, I like Death Slinger as well. I'm not like big on range killers, but I do like Death Slinger. I just like the simpler ones. I hope they kind of. I mean, they've tried to be a bit too adventurous, especially with the knight. Like, it's so overcomplicated. I hope they re really pull that back and maybe bring us some new simpler killers that could be enjoyed. Oh. Like, one specific thing they can do well, and then, like, just keep them, like, an M1. I don't know. Yeah, no. I would say, so, if I'm if I'm asking for what I would love to see, like, throwing logic out, throwing out, like, basically, this is a one in a million thing, but my, my, if I could pick one thing that they did in the coming year, um, I would want for them to remove MMR and go back to the PIP system, rank one, oh, matchmaker. Yeah, Never mind, like, scratch what I be... wanted. That I'll take that one. <laughs> yeah, because again, I mean, it's not going to be balanced games, but we'll go back to actually having like just 
I don't know, like rank one. Those those of you guys who played when Matchmaker was was based on your 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 grade, the rank, where the, now, rank the rank system, because now it's grind. Yeah, yeah. It used to be bronze, silver, gold, eerie, right? That was it. Yeah. And then like you know, if you were or no purple, yeah. it was like purple. I don't remember yeah. the, the colors. Uh, green. So it went yeah. It was like brown, yeah. green, green, purple, purple, red. Yeah. So purple. Yes. Ranks. Yeah. And so every month when they did the reset, it basically just reset matchmaking, which was really fun. It was like. People complained about it. The sweaties complained, but like it was funny when you were a survivor and you got into these and you were like, oh, I got to grind out of this and you're solo. Yeah. Queue and you got all these because you're with everybody. So you could have like a 10,000 hour juicer with you or you could have a dude who just started the game up. Well, it used to put month. you back down to one. What, so if you were in red rank, if you got to Eerie 1, I think it, I it think put it, you back down to purple, right? Put you down to purple. I don't remember then, if it originally fully reset you or not, but either which way, I would like to see them. Go back yeah. to the, the grade system being the matchmaker and then reset it the same way they do now. Just give us the wild west for a while. If you care that much about being red rank, put your friends together and and just shoot up the ladder. Yeah. But it just the game just felt more fun and more interesting and more varied when it was matchmaker in that way. That's Chaos. What, that would be my Chaos Reign yeah, Supreme. Right. It was great. Yeah. Never knew what you were and, in a gap. I liked that. But, yeah. but if I could ask for something that actually might be because I don't think they're gonna give up on MMR no. ever. I think no, that's, that's never going. I think we're stuck with that. But if I'm asking yeah. for something that I actually think they might do, I would love to see them just remove map offerings from the game. I just think. Oh that yeah, just, that's a solid one as well. I like that. Maybe. I mean, if they're, I mean, because they're they're in the process of taking Mori's out with the finisher yeah. Mori, supposedly, you know, someday. Yeah. Um, and they kind of they nerfed the hell out of keys and hatch, and they're they're kind of moving away from a lot of these archaic things from the early parts of the game. That like now that we're six years in, it's kind of like, well, maybe we don't need that anymore. I think map offerings are kind of one of the last things like that. It's like, if we just took those out, then we'd really be moving on. And yeah. uh, there's I, so many now. It's like, I, just do the roulette. I forget what they were called. Were they called like Blood Moon bouquets or something? Yeah. Moonlight offerings? Yeah. The, the things that would make it darker? Yeah. I'd like them to bring those back because the game's so bright now. <laughs> it's so yeah. bright. Can I have those back? Yeah. <laughs> well, there was, there, I know, there was like Brightest Moonlight. The brightest moonlight offering, mm. but then did the did the fog ones make it darker or did the dark? There's the darkest there, moonlight I think was yeah, one of them. One of the, the, I still the have darkest. I still okay, have yeah. a few. I still have a few. They're still like they're like retired on my characters. I can I can pull it up and we can look. Like, Lori's got a few of those because I used to play Lori back then. But yeah, yeah, those were those were interesting. I don't know why they took them out, but I think it's because the game was already quite dark. Yeah, and then I think when you play with different quality settings, obviously it changes the brightness, so it felt like an unfair way to play the game. So that's probably why it was taken out. Balance um, strikes again, Gary. <laughs> yeah, I just took to circle back for the last statement on the map offerings. Is like I don't think anybody brings a map offering like for a good reason or for a you know for a, for a fun reason. I right. Think. Yeah. yeah. Basically, bring, people whenever, bring... whenever whenever I see a survivor drag me to a map, I'm like, oh, fair play. I can do whatever I want this match. I can camp. I can tunnel. I can yeah. do whatever I like if I really want to. I tend not to, but they've right. come to make yeah. me suffer. Yeah. The, exactly. the only time that I'm like, oh, map offering is okay in that case is jump scare Myers. That's mm, the only yeah. thing that we'd really be losing. But I think yeah. it's a worthy sacrifice. Although jump scare Myers, to... I've played against some really fun ones on various maps now. True. True. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll be honest with you. They 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 bring them to those those maps where it's actually strong, and those games are miserable to me. Like I hate playing mm. against Jump Scare Myers on like a Leary's or a game or a Midwitch. Midwitch, because again, 
it's like a it's it's really it's a for me it's a very boring way to play like i understand that yeah you get jump scare but like what's happening is they run builds to just continue to slap you and you can't reset and you just get auto down and then they'll they'll literally just camp the hook they'll, they'll run a meme build and then like three gen you and hook you in the three gen and like confirm right. the whim it's like they're playing it optimally yeah at this point like it's not even played for fun i mean there's some streamers that do it that are for fun, but like in an average, on average, if I run into a spooky Myers, it's legitimately a miserable. They're, tr game. they're trying to and win. I, they're playing the, the, it like it's it's a it's a tournament the, game. The most the most fun jump scare Myers I've had. They didn't bring a map offering. They got um, Mother's Dwelling of all maps, Ugh. and it was yeah terrifying because I'd yeah. never gone against one on that map. So they were like coming from behind trees and stuff. That was bloody nightmarish. <laughs> yeah, and I bet you it was really fun, too. Yeah, it was one of my favorite, probably my favorite Myers match I've ever had. Yeah, but if yeah. you were playing that same game on Leary's, you would have just gotten, like, slapped off of yeah. the gen three or four times and just dead and go on to the next game. It's yeah, really I, think, I, think, I, think we, I think it was like a 2k in that match, which was like a perfect, perfect match. Yeah. Balanced as all things should be. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, Myers is probably, like, the killer I've had the widest variety of fun against i've had probably some of my most i've probably had the 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 highest quantity of fun matches against myers players people that do jump scare myers or just gen in general he's such a weak killer a lot of people that play him can be really chill but i've also yeah. had a lot of really horrible matches against like tombstone myers or like tuft myers people that are playing like really serious with him he's all Ooh. over the place Circling back, just because you mentioned it, um, that could be something we might see in the mid, in this mid chapter too. Is they might address the tombstone thing because like, oh I've heard a lot. God. It's been complained about a lot over the last four to six months, I think. And I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, they, I've been complaining seem, about it for two to they, so years. <laughs> yeah, I they mean, seem to look at statistics and make decisions based on frequency of of use. And I would assume that if they look at Myers, they're going to see like ninety percent of his games are either perma tier three or tombstone of some sort. Yeah, it always surprises yeah, me no. when it's not. It's like, oh, yeah. this is Are just a, okay, bro? this is just yeah. a Myers player. You must have a daily. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a, they're, they're running like memorial flower or some shit, yeah. and it's like that's what Whoa. I run. I run the I run the Dumble Stock, and I just like go for a machine gun. It's like really fun. It's fun. Nice. Try it sometime, everyone out there no, that plays Tombstone Myers. Try it sometime. It's really fun. <laughs> I ha I have tried Double Stock Myers, and I find that the tier three is so short. Yeah. I throw like Haribo or something with like J Myers, usually what I go for. Mm. I guess us high MMR killers are more efficient with our tier three, John. And just, you know, oh, I see. You well, it's just so I don't need... still... I don't know. I I'm, just, like, I'm, just, I'm just busting you. I'm just busting your chops, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working to become a killer main. I'm going to do it. You're going to do great. I have all the faith in the world in you. You've been trained. You've been trained well. Watching my killer main. <laughs> watching only camps with no head. Like you got this, dude. <laughs> oh, Doug, uh, can you finally teach me Bubba? Sorry, I know it's a yeah. side thing. I'd like to learn Bubba at some point, and you're the uh, go-to. I'd, I'd be happy to. Have you got uh, no head unlocked on him? Yes. Then you're fine. You're set. <laughs> we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll talk. Your soon. training is complete. So, yeah. award-winning chili beast marks every game. Step one. No, I, I use double single game. I don't use beast marks. Double chili. Double chili. Double chili is, is everything to me. Yeah. I like but you the gotta long have at least, song. You gotta have at least purple chili, though. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Use a black ward if you have to. No, I, I'm prestige 61 right now. I don't need a black ward, buddy. I got well, plenty I'm, of chili. I'm talking to Gary, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. well, well I'm gonna let Gary play on my account, is why. I just want him to... 
Oh, I see. Have, okay. Have access yeah, to all my fun MMR. <laughs> yeah. You can't. I, Try well, to I'll, I'll have you play about 1 a.m. and we'll see if you Doug, like it. Doug's sitting there thinking, Gary will drag my MMR down so that I come back to play, Bubba. It's real fucking easy. <laughs> Ooh. He's figured me out. He's figured out the long game, people. <laughs> So, so is, that, is that DVD? Yeah, is that DVD, DVD, DVD yeah. Alright. We'll see what happens with the mid-chapter. Can't wait to talk about it. Hopefully next yeah. week. We shall see. Um, watch them be me? like... <laughs> watch them like nerf some killer perk that nobody uses. And then leave Eruption alone. Ugh. Yeah. We don't like the way Oppression's performing, so we've increased the cooldown to 100 seconds. We found yeah. that someone's been using it, so we're nerfing it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they do just hate twins. It's a twins part. I mean, yeah. I I don't really care what happens to them. <laughs> <laughs> um, they can make they can make twins completely unusable for all I care. Well, they mostly have. It's like bugged for a lot of people at the moment, isn't it? Still, that's only if they have uh, Linksy proved. It's because mm. they have uh, lower tier Sh shit RAM, right? And they're uh, well, it's not just RAM. It's it's basically their computers lagging out mm. because they got shit running in the background or whatever. It's a hardware issue. Yeah, I just found the new twins kinda... bug the other day. If you head on Victor, it broke it broke a twins player I was playing against. They couldn't do anything anymore. Dang, dude. Good. <laughs> <laughs> he said good. He said good. Good. That's so funny, dude. That's so funny. <laughs> so so. Yeah. On to the next game, which is the one we haven't spoken about before. Are we going to break the new one? I think <gasps> it's the. I think it's time to talk about... It's time. <sighs> Project Playtime. Project Playtime. The new asymmetrical horror game, Taking the World by Storm. Yeah. From So, for anyone that needs any background, uh, this is not the company's first game. They made a game called... Well, they're still making a single-player game called Poppy Playtime that has... Taking YouTube by storm, even if you don't know what the game is, I guarantee you, you have seen one of the characters in like a toy store or like a, a knockoff booth somewhere. Um, they're all over the place. They're kind of inescapable. They're in Target. They're in thrift stores. Like, it's a very popular franchise uh, with children, especially. But they launched an asymmetrical horror game, and Doug's been playing it. Which is it's free to play, right? That it is. Uh, it does have a it does have a battle pass that you can pay for, uh, if you're so inclined, like I was, because of course I did. I got it. But um, yeah, so this is one of those games that when it first dropped, it was it's early access, and it was like hella early access when it dropped. It was borderline broken. The battle pass didn't really work. The matchmaker you couldn't click quick play and actually get a match. You had to go into the the lobby sort and like find a lobby to join and then like hope that if you join, it didn't lock you out and make you restart the game. It was had a lot of like stumbles out of the block. Right. And, uh, but it's kind of settled now. They've had some pretty good quality of life updates. The battle pass is fully fixed. Quick play is fully working again. Um, and so for those of you at home who don't, you know, you know, privy to the conversations I've been kind of, since the game dropped, I've been kind of mentioning it to John and Gary and then, Today, before the podcast, I was like, we need to talk about this game because, like, I think I, I, mean, I mentioned to you guys, I'll tell everybody at home. I checked it this weekend. It had 5,000 people playing. Like, the game is, like John said, the the license is, like, is out there everywhere. You see these poppy, little poppy dudes. Every, I was them in the mall when I was in, I was at the mall with my family over the holidays, and there was, like, 
little stuffed like little stuffies of these pop pro, of these poppy's playtime characters like in the little mall kiosks like they're everywhere and so what what's happened is this ip is like it's very popular and very mainstream recognizable and they've just kind of threw together an asim and launched it and it has a huge player base like you know it's been out for i mean we're we're coming up on like a month i think and they still have 5000 concurrent mm-hmm. that's crazy that's crazy to me um yeah, yeah that's so. uh that that makes it like the second most popular horror asim yeah and it's not even close really like i don't think any other i can't think of any other horror asim that breaks four digits even so no. that's huge yeah we don't have we don't have accurate numbers on like evil dead and and vhs and stuff because they mm. are not sorry evil oh, dead uh, and yeah, uh, ghostbusters and stuff yeah. because they don't have uh they we can't have, see their yeah, numbers because the they're console on console numbers. Numbers. um right but yeah yeah the the game is relevant and i don't think it's going anywhere because it has a lot of players and it has caused i doubt it's going anywhere money. either well <laughs> Wow. Again, I I played it and this I it sucks so much. You guys, everybody knows the the boy who cried wolf, right? I think I'm the boy who cried wolf of like horror ASIM games. Like I don't give up on games and I I find joy in these games that everybody else thinks are really bad. So I'm self aware enough to know that I can't be trusted when I say this next thing. Okay, but I think it has a lot of potential. I do think it could be, it could stick around and be a really fun game to play. Um. It's 1v6. The the objectives in the game is it's what people have been asking for for a long time in DBD. Rather than just sitting and holding M1, they're like actual mini games. So I will say yeah. I do like that. Like yeah. I've watched the game. That bit I was like, that's cool. I like the mini game part of the objectives. I thought that was quite interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. they have three mini games. One is like a Simon says on a on a piano. So you have to mimic what the piano keys do. Um, one of them is kind of just a, like a, it's like a, what is it? What's that toy called? There's a toy. Like it flashes up and you have to hit the button when it flashes. So like bop it or something. Like kind of, I think it's maybe like a bop it. It's basically you have these Mm. little, these little hands that shoot out. Like if you've played Poppy's Playtime, I'm sure, I'm sure you understand how the, the the arms work. Right. So you use those arms for basically everything. And so. You have the piano, then you have the, there's one that's just like a dial. And then when, when the, when the tile lights up, you have to hit it with your hand, you know, a period of time. And then the last one is like a wall of dots. And then like, it'll flash a combination of 10 dots and you have to hit each one in the combination, which for me is very hard to pull off. That's the most challenging of the mini games. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's cool because you have all this stuff going on. So that's, that's your objective. Instead of just sitting and holding M1, you're playing little mini games. And then the, the killer is coming and harassing you and running you off and, you're being distracted constantly. And so if you complete the three mini games on the, the, the toy station, you get a toy piece. You collect seven toy pieces. You start the end game collapse, which is like you have to craft the toy. And then the last bit, you have to run to the train and escape. So, I mean, the, the foundation, the frame is really good. And again, I'll, I'll circle back to people have been asking for more dynamic objectives for Survivor on dbd since 2017 right? right and that you have that now in poppy playtime or project playtime um but overall the game still has a lot of work um, one oh, one uh, thing one thing that stood out to me that was particularly bad in the game if, if i can jump in doug or if you've got something you want sure to no, no 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 please please so when it. when you're do downed it. in that game you're like thrown into the hole into the pit 
And that yeah. is maybe the worst thing I've ever seen in a video game. That looks so irritating to be in because you have to continually basically fight off goblin things. I don't know what they are. Poppy playtime. Little things trying to kill you. And it looks maddening to be stuck in there because you're basically waiting for a teammate to come get you whilst you have to play this terrible little mini game and How just spinning 360 degrees over and over again. It looked... I haven't played it. Maybe it plays a lot better than it looks, but it looks miserable. It's something to do. It's a, it's, I think, again, I think they're addressing the issues that people have. People get tired of just sitting on a hook and with nothing to do. Um, you know, the... When you're in the hole, you got a task. You have to stop. That, that would be an example to me of sometimes it's better to have nothing to do than something horrible to do. <laughs> well, I've actually, the thing is, I would argue, I would push back because I love arguing with Gary. Everybody knows <laughs> how much I yep. love to argue with Gary. But um, I have heard that sentiment echoed a lot in the Project Playtime community. There's mm. most people are irritated by that mini game and don't like the concept because. It sucks when you're on there when you're down there on your own. And you have to do it all yourself. It's easier when there's more than one person in the hole because then like you guys can kind of team up. But yeah, and then if you have a team that like either intentionally or unintentionally leaves you down there for the entire match, you're just like having to do this mini game for oh, the next God. 10, 15 minutes while you wait for somebody to save you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But again, I mean, they're innovating, they're trying new things. They're you know what I mean? And so I I, I would assume that. They'll receive the negative feedback and make changes, but I don't. And they might have already. I I played. I got home from my trip. I played one match of Project Playtime. This is what I'll say though. I played one match. I got Monster, a killer, and the meta in Project Playtime. When I first started, I thought it was like, how will I ever consistently win as Survivor in this game? It's so hard. They figured it out. I got bullied for like ten straight minutes. I couldn't do anything. Everybody was like super. And again. I'm not blaming the game or balance. I'm brand new and you know, I, I don't have a lot of experience. I've only played before that killer like two times ever, mm. but it's definitely, it's definitely not killer sided in that match. It was very, very challenging. So I got beat up and then I just was like, hey, you know, I'm going to go to bed. I haven't slept. Much, so I'll, try <laughs> I'll try this again later, but I'll, uh, I'd, lo I'd love to, if either one of you wants to try it out or I can just, you know, I'm, ha I'm happy to give it a go. Yeah, I'd love to go in and try it and play it some more and try and get some heavy. I got like six or seven hours total in the game, not a ton. Mm -hmm. um, I'd like to get in and play more. I do need to finish my battle pass, so I'll need to play it at some point. But I'd like to feel out how the game feels now. With It's got four or five updates that have happened since it launched, so it'll be like a new game now. But I guess really my reason for wanting to talk about it here comes down to we have a horror ASIM that has... Right. At any point, 5,000 concurrent players, like, we've got to talk about it because people are playing it. So even if True. it's terrible and we all hate it, people are playing it. So yeah, if, mm, something's yeah. going on there. If we had thousands of people playing Secret Neighbor, we would talk about Secret Neighbor. Which, I still that wouldn't, game? you guys could. Yeah. That game, low-key? I don't, I don't even know what it is, so... Oh, you... So I think we it's like a about recurring before, thing. I, I know, and I have no idea I, what it is still. <laughs> I, think, I think it's a recurring thing for John to, like, really hate some of these games that I like think are pretty great. Like you've, you've had some very unkind things to say about Ghostbusters in the past, but um, <laughs> what? I just said, you just, you're very, it's not like overt. This is a little, a little John, you made it very clear. You're not interested in Ghostbusters. I feel like the last I time we not. talked about Ghostbusters, you threatened to go to sleep two times and then physically did fall asleep at one point. So I did not actually fall asleep, but okay. I, I did say once that I might fall asleep if you guys talk about Ghostbusters. But that was one time 
Up until then, I haven't said anything about Ghostbusters. Now. But it, I'm just saying this is because we learned. We stopped. We stopped. You you said the secret neighbor is low key not bad, and I think it's probably the worst of all. If I had to decide what my least favorite horror racing was, it would be Secret Neighbor. What? By a landslide. Oh, now I, I mean, kind of want to play it. So it's John's it's, favorite, is what I'm gathering, and it's Doug's oh, least favorite. Here we go again. This is the fucking Dilbert <laughs> problem all over again. One time, one time all my friends were like roasting Dilbert, the comic strip, the Sunday comic strip, on stream one time, and I had to defend it because I was like, well, it's not that bad, you guys. And then all of a sudden it was like, John's favorite comic strip, Dilbert, his favorite of all time. It's He loves it. He reads it every Sunday. He never misses it. And I was like, no, yeah. I just don't think it's that, it's that bad. It's the same thing. God. Sorry. Sorry to be... So I apologize John? Fine. My, <laughs> it's my favorite. It's my favorite <laughs> game of all time. Are you happy now? I mean, I'm happy right now. I'm pretty happy. You. Gary, are you, Gary, are you happy yeah, right now? I'm happy. I'm happy. I have 500 hours in Secret Neighbor, and I've been keeping it a, a secret. secret. It's on. Yeah, You've it's on become my, the Secret Neighbor. On your alt Steam? You're playing I mean, on the alt Steam so nobody Yeah, I'm knows. playing on my alt Steam. Secret right Neighbor is the only game in my library. I'm rank one. Thank you very much. Wow. Is there ranks yeah. in that game? No, there's not. Maybe maybe I do love Secret Neighbor. Wait. How <laughs> that's why Doug doesn't like it. There's no yeah, ranks. That's true. Needs, needs it's an like MMR. You win and you don't get anything. If Doug can be the best yeah. at it, he'll play it. Yeah, no, you, win, you just... win and what you get is fun. Fun? Who needs fun when you can have ranks and prizes? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so I just I just went, I just felt like we needed to bring it up and maybe this will kind of inspire us to try it out a little bit more and play it a little bit more so we can talk about it a little bit more because something's going on over there. Maybe all three of us should play it and play Secret Neighbor. No. I refuse. The the Secret Neighbor part, I refuse. Why? I come on, Doug. Come on. Okay, you know what? He said come on, I'll do it. <laughs> I could have sworn I could have sworn once, Doug, that you brought up Secret Neighbor and you said the same thing that it wasn't that bad. Am I thinking of something mm, else? No. I think well, it, it might have been before I did my, my horror ASIM challenge where I had to play all the games and I played it again. Mm. I think I had a little bit of uh revisionist memory where I mm. remembered it when it first came out in like two thousand I think it was two thousand nineteen when it oh, when was Secret Neighbor first yeah. happened. Something and like I, I played it and it wasn't that bad and I was like, this is like I could I could get into this, I guess. Uh but I played it just a couple months ago and I had the worst time of my life. It was really just aggressively unfun. Oh, we have to play it. I want to play the worst, miserable most miserable game with you, Doug, and see how you react. Because you okay. love it all. You love every single way sim game. I need to play the one you you're hate. Not, you're not gonna believe it, but it just it makes me very unhappy. And so <laughs> I'll do it though. I'll do it for science and for Gary and for John. And for, and for you, for, me, for everyone, don't do it for me. What's your favorite game, John? So I feel like I need to yeah. give it a little bit, at least a little bit. All right, I forgot. And I yeah, need to find out what it is. Favorite. Yeah, I actually I had so, to hold back. I wanted to make Spine Chill all about Secret Neighbor, but then I decided I, uh, it's better if I position it as a DVD and a sim horror game podcast, yeah. and then maybe I was playing it like by season twenty. I, I would I would start making it more Secret Neighbor focused. The logo is going to transition. Yeah. Oh, no. Damn. And I would have gotten away with it too. <laughs> okay. Not with well, these two crack investigators on the task. Well, uh, we'll have to like uh, Gary and I will have to play Project Playtime, yeah, for sure, so we can talk about it yeah. more. Yeah. Um What did we want to talk about? What, what game do we want to talk about next? Because we were there's one. Uh, Doug, you can take control of this one. Uh, Evil Dead. Yeah. Very short, so... but. 
another again it's been the holidays and i got some i have some homework to do but evil dead has announced a new dlc that's going to be centrally focused around ash versus evil dead so we're getting new content i have no idea what specifically we're getting um whether it be new characters new maps new cosmetics whatnot um and yeah. we'll talk about it more in depth during the next podcast but there is a big update coming in the early stages of the year. I presume also we'll be getting a new... Uh, a new demon would be nice. Yeah, I mean, it would make sense since they've just released a ton of survivors and we've gotten, like, one new demon since launch, right? So mm. I think a new demon makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, there's... Yeah, the... I don't know. We, we'll get more information uh, here soon, but it's exciting because... I don't want to see the game die. And they have made really good changes in the later stages of 2022. They added in the prestige system to where you could, you know, actually have progression beyond leveling up to max. Right. Um, I I've heard that they've added an MMR to the disdain of many of the veteran players. Um, one thing I've heard, and this is just one thing I'll touch on, but we don't have to talk about it deep, but I've heard that having your prestige level show in the lobby can causes people to just get hard dodged constantly. That would make sense. I have a, hmm. I have a friend, I have a friend who's a survivor main and she's like die hard and she's like prestige four or five. She's like near max prestige on her main. She's at the point where she can't play her main anymore. She literally can't get a game because she'll play her main and just gets dodged, 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 dodged. And survivor cues can be bad in that game at times. And she literally yeah. can't, she just, she just has to play a character like that's not her main or like fast swap. But the but the demons like aren't letting you fast up. They're like waiting to make sure. It's just and it's really frustrating. It's it comes down to the similar similar problems are happening in DVD. P one hundreds get fast dodged or they get like special treatment in the game, kind of consistently too. So uh, is maybe something we could discuss on a future episode is like the value of how much information people in get pregame. Game, yeah. yeah. Because when I, when I right. see a P100, I'm like, oh, I hope I can get some hooks on them. That'll be a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Finally, a challenge. But sorry for my rant. The uh, the short and skinny is we got a new Evil Dead update coming soon. I'm excited about it. And it's going to be Ash versus Evil Dead focused. Send to yeah, that's Send to another, another question mark to put on your calendar. Yeah. <laughs> that is uh, reassuring that they're continuing to get content updates, though, because... I mean, for example, Gary with Resistance, I mean, it's like there was like one major update, Nikolai, right? And then after that, there was just kind of nothing. So well, like in, in Resistance defense, um, was it Neobard that made that? Um, yeah. COVID just kind of kicked off when that game was starting to get a little bit of, well, it was when it, pretty much shortly after it was just released. Um, so I think yeah. that made it difficult, and then Capcom obviously didn't give a shit about it. So yeah, that's the bigger. I think issue, when your but... publisher doesn't care, yeah, the license holders no, just wouldn't couldn't give a shit. Yeah, I wasn't saying that as like a knock on resistance. I was saying it as like it's a good sign for Evil Dead that they're yes, yeah, 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 because yeah, yeah. like, roll out the that updates. game. I remember very shortly after Nikolai's update, I was like, I'm not playing this game anymore on stream because I think this game's dying because it's dead, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's it was dead. Like very obvious, yeah. but. With this, it's like, okay, you guys are still plugging away. That's good. That's good. Yeah. It's yeah. good to hear. Always it. Which is good, because Evil Dead's fun. It's a really fun game. Yeah. I, I think it, that yeah. does help, too. Yeah. So, good. So, outside of Evil Dead, we've got VHS Video Horror Society, which has even more information we can talk about. <laughs> so, yeah, Gary is not a fan. 
I'm kidding. Um, I'm kidding. Yeah, I know. It's not He's really. Ribbing. He's <laughs> ribbing me. Yeah. If, if for those of you that are audio only listeners, Gary is not kidding based on his face. But you know. I, yeah, I, I like VHS. I, know I like. You do. I like it for what it is. I know you do, Gary. And so what is I. it, Gary? A competitive, well-balanced, well-designed asymmetrical game. Hmm. Yeah. But most people don't really like the competitive edge to it. Agreed. I thought you were going to say like a game that nobody plays or something like that. No, 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 no. People are playing it. It's got, it's got like some players. It's got like well, half a prop night. That's why it's worth. That's why it's worth mentioning. Um, is that yeah? They've kind of had a little resurgence. Which, uh, as a person who's very excited about VHS and loves the game, I'm excited to see. Um, they mm-hmm. released a holiday event, which I think we touched on in episode twelve. We touched on we the did, holiday yeah. event, um, but. Since we've been gone for a week and a half, um, not only has the holiday event continued through that time, but they've also added a couple of double XP. They did a weekend, and then they did like a whole holiday week of double XP. And and then I know we we're all big fans of Otsdarva. Uh, he recently released a video about, hey, I went back to VHS to check it out, and he had a lot of very positive things to say about the game. Mm-hmm. I think the combination of all that we saw. The player base go from at times 60 to 100 players to now at times over 300 players. So I know it's when you're talking about Project Playtime having 5,000 players and DVD averaging, you know, in, in the thousands and thousands of people, 300 people is a little hard to get excited about. But at the same time, games have to start somewhere. Been, exactly. I mean, if a game is going to climb from, you know, the edge of death to a sustainable, viable game, it's going to have to go through these stages. And right now, what they're doing is they're getting, I think, a lot of people coming back, and there are some new players joining. Um, and they're what they're getting when they get there is a very polished product. Uh, VHS has had a lot of really good gameplay design changes. They've done some buffing of monster to make the monster experience more new player friendly. They've they've worked on balance. They have incredible cosmetics. Their map design is out of this world. They've got all these like really. It's one of those things that like I consistently call VHS the best game that people aren't playing, because the game itself, the the devs, the design team, the right. the balance team, they've all just just been pouring their heart and souls into this game that is a really, really good game. Uh, we just and then so that when they do these things that increase traffic, people are getting a really good experience. But my biggest gripe with hellbent and vhs right now is a seeming lack of communication about what's going on because i i've been streaming the game over the last week more than dbd i have been pouring a lot of hours into vhs and the overwhelming response i get in my chat talking about the game is that game's dead i can't get a game i go to queue up and i can't get a game and the thing is that hasn't been an issue over the last week or two because my cues have been anywhere from instant to five minutes, depending on what time I'm playing. And that's playing as teen because teen has always been the issue, Mm -hmm. right? There's been too many teens, not enough monsters. Um, And I think it's one of those things that people just really don't even know about it. They don't even realize that changes are happening. Cause I had, you know, one of the devs was in the chat mentioning they had some sort of update coming. That's going to help the matchmaker out a lot, which I've heard speculated either they removed MMR or they severely decreased the cutoff time before they cut MMR out and just make a match. But either way, whatever they've done in conjunction with these new players has, for the time being, fixed the matchmaker. 
Um, I was getting mm-hmm. consistent teen lobbies last night in the middle of the night when there was only 100, 130 people playing. I was That's getting good. three to five minute queues max playing teen. So um, I think one of the one of the things if we're going to talk about New Year's resolutions, what we want to see out of the new year, I would like to see VHS be more proactive about informing people what's going on. Because I found out there was a double XP event through word of mouth. I didn't see a tweet. I didn't see any messages on any social media. I didn't see any official communication on it i found yeah. out through friends so yeah yeah like i i always say like i give i give um, when you say people saying that it's a dead game that's me in your chat right me and tally yeah, uh, <laughs> tally, yeah. exactly exactly um like i give it a lot of shit but like i i genuinely think it's arguably the best designed asymmetrical horror game i think it's just got the best foundation um i think it's the most well balanced game um i think there's a lot of they clearly tested the shit out of this and made it a really nice polished product um it's just as a result of being so balanced it's quite competitive and that's not for me but i generally do think it's a really cool game and i, I would like to see it grow and flourish and get a wider audience yeah same yeah and we'll see what happens i mean they had a new monster on the way which, which looks amazing been, yeah yeah the design team hit it out of the park we were big fans of that yeah and so what we saw last time they released a monster was a a large influx of returning players and new players and team queues get really good because a lot of people are trying out the new monster, which means there's more monsters in the matchmaking pool. So yeah, I would, I would say that like, we've had this really good period of team queues being really good. So mm. their top priority in the immediate term should be to get anomaly out so that we can get more people playing the game, more people being able to play team in the game. I think that's one of its strengths as well. Like the way they've set up the way their killers work, it seems like they can keep them really streamlined and simple to understand. Once you know one killer, you can pick up another one and you just learn the abilities, but they function mostly the same, um, which I think is another strength to its design. I agree with you 100%. They all have the same core design. My biggest uh, New Year's wish for VHS, and we talked about this a little bit before the podcast, but crossplay. Game released on console, fully released, not in early access. I think they're, I think that's like on the roadmap of those things, but I think those both need to happen this year. And uh, I, frankly, I, I'm, I'm not really, I haven't really been in the mood to play VHS recently. But if they fully release the game with crossplay, I'll, I'll dive in. I'll, I'll play it with yeah. all like the new people coming in because I just didn't get enough experience with it beforehand to feel. I think that's part of the trouble. If you do confident. try and play it, there's a lot of veteran yeah. players that you get matched with and right yeah and i'd rather i'd rather i'd rather learn with people that are new to the game because i'm new to the game i mean like i played a lot of dvd but i imagine a lot of people that are becoming in have played a lot of dvd too so it'll be kind of uneven footing there and it's a very different uh, game it plays very differently to dvd as i've been told many times the skills don't transfer so <laughs> some do um some do well, I don't know about that. I saw a YouTube video that said otherwise. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that's like my big thing for VHS. Because like, I don't dislike the game. I've had fun playing it. But my big thing is our queue times, like you said, Doug. And even if those are better, like I, I want bigger pop numbers to kind of blend in with. I don't want to go True. in against you know these if if there was a prestige system you know uh, devotion 50 players that are in there right now so yeah john you touched on it before like people that are playing vhs 
play VHS. Like, yeah, they're they're in it. And so, if you're a brand new player, even a player with like around a hundred hours interspersed between, you know, this update, that update, like, you can feel outmatched and overwhelmed a lot of the time. I yeah. I agree a hundred percent. I have two hundred and seventy hours now, and I still feel like I'm learning a lot. I'm like a new player. I have that new wow. player experience so it's a bit like dvd yeah. i guess because that's the similar isn't it people don't really consider it really to is yeah be good at like you don't get out of the tutorial really in people's mindset to hit a thousand hours yeah 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 it's i think it's very similar with vhs and vhs is a, a more nuanced and complex game so it's got a higher skill count wow. for sure yeah kind of um, blows my mind actually that you said you had 270 hours because i'm sitting there like i've got like 10 times that i'm out in dvd I've played so much fucking DVD. And, you know, True. You know, yeah. like, obviously, like, I'm not even up there and the people with the most hours or anything, but it's just like, damn. Played that game yeah. a lot. I won't mention really my hours in DVD because, you know, I don't like talking about it, so. Yeah. Do you have, do you have I, a lot of hours in it? I don't think you've ever mentioned it, so. Yeah, How many? Go on. Just, just, it's not important. No, Go on, just, come on. Can we, it's not important. Is it 3,000? Is it more than mine? 3,000? It's more. It's more than 3,000, so... Is it more than, is it more Fourth, than 4,000? Because that'd be more than me. It's, it's, it's more than 4,000. More than 5,000? 5, twice that. It's more than twice that. It's more than 10,000. Well, more than 10,000. How could it possibly yes. be more than 10,000? I have no life. Is <laughs> DVD. Oh. It's just no life, only DVD. So... Uh, to, to move on just to, to what well, my because my, mine's not really VHS specific, my little resolution I'd like to see in the asymmetrical space. But it would apply to it as well. I would like to see, and it's one thing that I think Ghostbusters really suffered from, which was I didn't have they didn't show much of a roadmap of what the future held, like how many updates were happening, what's the direction of the game, what's the plan of action. I would like to see more because we're like with DVD, we just kind of every three months get a new killer and a new survivor. Right. And I'd rather just see a more blanket like this is when we're going to readjust the meta, like we're going to we're going to reevaluate things in this month here. We're going to add some new maps in here. We're going to do a new killer here. I just, and the same applies to other games. Like I'd, I'd like Home Sweet Home. I don't know if they do, uh, but Home Sweet Home could do something like that. Um, VHS could give a better guide about what's happening in the game. Prop Night, stuff like that. I just I think I'd I think I'd appreciate Home it. Home Sweet Home Survive actually does have roadmaps that they've been sort of sticking to. They'll, they'll preview content months in advance and be like, there's a new killer coming, there's a new survivor coming, here's, we've got this on the way, so... That's cool, because yeah. like, I, I do want to get back into that, because I, they're, they're, I think I heard they're re-adding NA servers, right? Oh, are they? Hmm. Yeah, that's, well, I, I, I can confirm that I've heard that rumor. Um, I haven't heard it from an official source, but one of the things I, you know, when you talk about people that play these games is I streamed home sweet home, like a survive like a month or two ago. And a bunch of people came into my channel who were like diehard home sweet home enjoyers. And yeah. they were talking a lot about what they've been following. They're like, Oh yeah. Like NA servers are coming back soon. So could be an, uh, just an unfounded rumor, but that's what I was told. Yeah. So, so that would be by cool. people that seem nice. like they, yeah. But yeah, that's how I, I, I think like roadmaps would be very beneficial to a lot of these games. True. Just to know what's yeah. going on. Because like if Ghostbusters, I so quickly like lost interest because like I have no idea what the future is for this game. Yeah. And that's the that's the problem with a lot of multiplayer games and how they die out. Like not just ASIM horror, but just multiplayer games in general. Is like if people feel like there's no future for the game or like they're not gonna be playing it at the same time next year, they're like, Well, I'll just cut my losses and stop now and find yeah. something else that has more of a, a plan and, and is going to stick around if I like it. So yeah, that is yeah. really important. Because yeah. when you play these games, you're investing your time, you're unlocking cosmetics because you want 
to have that for the future, but if the game's just yeah, gonna die, like, what's the point? Like with single players, uh, with single player games, you know, you, your investment in the game is gonna be paid off by the ending or by completing the game. With multiplayer games, there's no completion, so progression is the only thing that you have to look forward to. You yeah. want to earn these cosmetics, you want to know that there's going to be content that's going to keep dropping at a regular pace, and that there's going to be people playing it, so... To bring up yeah. Resistance again, the, the, when Nikolai, Nikolai came out and I could smell blood in the water, I was like, well, I'm done. I just yeah. stopped playing it. I didn't, I didn't like, wind yeah. down on my gameplay. I just stopped. I was like, well, couple losses. This game's not going to yeah. be around and they in didn't dangle. They didn't dangle any carrot like, you know, Carlos will be released soon. You want to play as Leon Kennedy? Mm. He's coming up in June or whatever. Uh, it was just like Nikolai and then nothing. Yeah. 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 I guess that kind of circles back to what I was saying about VHS just in a general state, a general sense, right? Like these, these, these ASIMs need to have been more out, outwardly excited about what's coming soon to get people excited about it. Like you said, you mentioned Ghostbusters. The most recent update dropped on Ghostbusters. I only know because I'm one of like eight people oh, is it that out? are actually in. No, not the not the new ghost. The one that oh. I talked to you about prior. The the one that oh, added right, the yeah. prestige system. It added it added end game stuff. Mm. Um, I only knew about it because I was in their Discord and they did it, and I hadn't muted pings yet, and they've never uh. they've never done an everyone before. And then like I see some random Discord ping, and I look, and it's I was like, "What's a Ghostbuster? Why am I getting pinged in the Ghostbusters Discord?" <laughs> and it was like exciting news, everyone. We've got a huge update with. You know, we've added a, we've added we've added endgame content. We've added you know prestige system. We've added all these things. We've done all these cool changes, and it was really cool. I played it. It was fun, and the player base kind of got injected for the few days that I played mm -hmm. it. There was a lot of people. I wasn't getting bot games anymore. But like, I would if I had not been in that Discord. You know, I'm on a I'm on a horror asim podcast with a couple of you know handsome gentlemen. None of us would have known there was a Ghostbusters update if I no, had. I left that Discord server. True. Yeah, if I had remembered, I smelled blood in the water had, and walked away from the game. Yeah. If, I, if, I, if I had remembered to mute that server, we would still be sitting here like, when were you going to get a Ghostbusters update, right? Because nobody yeah. would have known. What's going on with that no. game? Yeah. But the reason that I want just... roadmaps partially is because, and I don't think the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is going to have that problem. I suspect they're going to be telling us everything they're planning. I've got faith in that yeah, game. Because they're doing such a good job because of they... building up to it. It's Killer Clowns from Outer Space that I hope comes out and goes, because we know very little still rough, like about what's going on in that game. And I really hope they launch and say, here's the future. Here's what this game's going to be. Well, yeah. yeah. I, I, well, I remember, like, Gun Media's game, for Friday the 13th, they were very clear with, like, roadmap stuff for that game leading up to when they were forcibly uh, yeah, you know, the removed from, yeah, developing the game. But, but, but up until then, they had a very clear roadmap of, like, we have plans for this, we have plans for that, this is coming, and they had general timelines for it. So I do yeah. trust, you know, Killer Clowns mm. and Texas Chainsaw are both made by former gun media or, or current gun media uh, yeah. developers, and so I think they'll have that same mentality with those I guys. I hope so, because okay. I think Texas Chainsaw, I already, because they've already announced two original killers, I'm like, yep, they've got, they know what they're doing. Um, it's Killer Clowns that I wonder, does that game immediately come out, hit a ceiling of what's coming next? Like yeah. Ghostbusters did, kind of. And I want to know, are you adding more clowns? What's the future like for Survivor play? What's, are you making new maps? What's going to happen next? Yeah. Because um, obviously it's, it's contained mean, by the IP. Mm -hmm. To yeah. an extent. I don't know how contained but, it is by the IP. But it's not, both games have like, they're working directly with they're, the IP to like, ensure that the game will have a long and healthy yeah, life which is like what both both dev teams have been very vocal about that because that is a, a gen the 
the horror asim community will always be plagued by what happened to friday the 13th when it comes to licensed mm, stuff right? true People true and always yeah. remember that and they're but, and they are too they're they're taking steps to make sure that, that doesn't repeat itself yeah. that situation yeah it's just good like with yeah. texas chainsaw i've got confirmation with it's just the killer clowns game which i'm very excited for maybe i a part of me maybe even more excited than the texas chainsaw game i just think it looks so stupid but, it does yeah yeah i think we've said this before about killer clowns like it, it potentially could be the most fun out of all of them yeah like yeah. i'm very excited and for it but i just that, it, that excites me yeah it's yeah i think it's going to become not... the new casual i think as i was saying just i think i was talking to you about doug i think um it could become the more casual one with dvd gut leaning a little more competitive it could be the casual go-to whereas yeah. um Again, with DVD kind of leaning towards competitive, I think Texas Chainsaw could be the more horror-vibed one, where if you're looking for a bit of yeah. a horror uh, simulation, you might play the Texas Chainsaw one. Yeah, Texas we'll Chainsaw will probably be the one that's most popular around Halloween time, I would imagine. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I think or we're for us all year block. round. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. hoping yeah, well, for... I mean, they, they say quarter one twenty three, and so my heart of hearts wants so bad for that to mean like it's almost ready and they what if it's it, this like, month what if they surprise yeah, that's what us? i was just gonna say they dude, could drop it's... it like they're well because here's the thing dude well okay go ahead go ahead john first and uh, i'll tell you what i know okay. i i would sorry i, I don't want to crush any dreams it could be this month but january is like a notoriously horrible month to release new games so i yeah! would actually hope <laughs> i would actually hope not maybe i think we'll make more money if it's later I'm guessing yeah, March. March. If I my my my, my guess has always been March because they kind of I think they kind of confirmed quarter one twenty three is the is the projection and so in my mind I'm thinking originally it was going to be quarter four twenty two and then they said hey we want this to be perfect we need more time quarter one twenty three tells me they're almost done and they were like they were probably another developer who cared less would have just shoved it in twenty two and been like mm. let's make some money for the holidays and they were like nah we're gonna yeah release Halloween a release game. and just right. ruin yeah. everything exactly I mean, it could, and they it, yeah it could be pretty so soon because they did they did just send out those uh, media I, kits yeah. to people yeah I just opened my media kit yesterday um yeah. the, with the with the sweater and the food and the the car the holiday card it's yeah, and that was what I was just gonna say before um, before you said the sad thing about January being a bad month to release games. Like, <laughs> it does seem like they're ramping up a little bit on social I media, mean, like getting more. You I don't want to get people. It. Yeah, and yeah. I'm not saying that they will or won't, but you don't you don't want to get people talking and then have them like forget and die off, right? So exactly. You yeah. know, and but then they also could have something else planned to bridge the gap between January and March, right? They could do another huge reveal, another huge trailer. They could do. They could do something to kind of stoke the fires and keep things. I hope we get so, something towards the end of this month. I would like a trailer. I'd like some gameplay. Oh, some kind of maybe a, a closed beta. A, a closed beta. Oh, maybe. Is what I was gonna say because they did. They did a closed beta for Friday and it was very successful. Like the YouTube yeah. videos from it popped the fuck off, and it really. If, yeah. if it's like uh, super closed the and they only give it to people that they know already, can you pass my name along? <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. No. So yeah, it'd I mean, be really cool. I mean, I I don't know. I'm hoping that I got a media kit, so I'm hoping if they do a closed beta, I'll get an invite. Oh, you two are safe. Um, I just I need to be in the list. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, Gary. You you've covered me on some other ones, so I think you Gary, gave me I'll... the Evil Dead key. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, Gary, I'll Discord stream it to you, so you don't have to miss out. Right? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you'll just, you'll, you'll describe great. it to me. You'll just describe yeah. it to me. It looks I'll, really I'll, cool, Gary. I'll draw, I'll draw it in paint and send you little <laughs> pictures of it. Like, look, this is what we happened. Can, we the can show them on the, yeah. uh, the podcast. Yeah. Look yeah. at who I'm playing, Gary. Didn't you want to play this character? <laughs> yeah. Well, now you can see me play them. No. Yeah, I just, I can't stress enough how excited I am for the game and the fact that there's three of us and you can play three people killer. Like, this just, everything is just perfect. And the I clowns. Want it. True. I want it now. And clowns is three yeah, killers. Clowns is three killers too. It's like yeah, they're doing it for Spine Kill. Yeah. I frank, frankly like. I mean, DBD is like the main game that I play out of the ones that we regularly talk about, like VHS. You know, uh, yeah. Evil Dead. You know, but um, and and I don't dislike VHS or Evil Dead or or those games, but I'm just not super into them. But Texas Chainsaw and Killer Clowns, I'm. Like I'm, I'm all in on those. Yeah, I'm, I want, I want I'm gonna to be become playing the shit out of them. A big player in those. I just, I just, yeah. I want them. I want them now. Yeah, yeah like, but we, sh- we should games- wait for them to be perfect. When I, I like, I'm, I'm only streaming twice per week now. But when those games come out, that's gonna, I'm, I'm probably gonna be streaming like every day for a while. Yeah, checking those and out. And if, and if you want yeah. the spine show, lads. To help you kill stuff. Yeah. Gary, I'll be there. The, the, way our days, the way our days are going to go when Texas Chainsaw and Killer Clowns come out, we are going to wake up, we're going to have our coffee, and then we're going to play all day long. Yeah. 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 We're going to end up That's with, with infighting because there's going to be everybody's going to want to play at the same time. We're going to have to well, choose gonna, who to leave out. We're going to get on the Spine Shell podcast and we're going to just be like, I don't know what to talk about. We've been, we spent 24 hours a day with each other all week. Well, that's Whoa, that. That's, what it, what, Oh, sorry. I want to no, talk no, about no, can you guys. Are, just remind me to tell you. I have a really cool idea, but I don't want to reveal it on the podcast. I want to tell you guys. Okay. After oh, okay. I had a cool yeah. idea too. Okay. So maybe, yeah, after the podcast. I feel like my idea is probably going to be cooler, but probably because um, mine's just I'll, really I'll simple, also but. I'll also listen to your cool idea. I guess. Thank you, best friend Doug. You're welcome, best friend. Gary. I'm going to listen to both ideas, and I'm not going to say which one's cooler because and that I'm is because John, neutral. best friend John, is an excellent best friend to have. Excellent, <laughs> top tier best friend, one of my two best friends I'll, ever. I'll DM both of you individually and be like, "Your idea was cooler, but you your idea was better." Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I don't want to say it's in front of so and so, but yeah. You know what's really funny? Um, mm. And I'll just touch on this for one second. But we did this whole podcast. We've been, you know, talking for over an hour. Um, did you see how much life got into the conversation when we started talking about Texas Chainsaw and Killer Clowns? Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, and like, and again, I'm not. It's not to knock any of the ones that are out because, of course, it's easier to get excited about something unknown. You're more excited about your yeah, Christmas presents leading up than you are after you open them, right? We mm-hmm. are now we're now we're getting into the nitty gritty of like, well, that's just what they could do better on the ones that are out. But like, the life that entered this conversation, I like felt the energy of talking about Texas Chainsaw and how all excited, like, we just all individually got so excited. This is kind of yeah. really cool. <laughs> well it's like it's true, yeah. that's gonna be the type of game that like if i if i play it with a group we're gonna play killer and if i play yeah. it solo i'll play survivor <laughs> that's what i'm planning <laughs> you know? on doing i think, yeah. I think Su- survivor i want to play on my own because it looks it's gonna have that horror vibe to it yeah but killer it's, it's, oh yeah no it's gonna have a complete different dynamic because like with a lot of these other games it's like you know if you play with a group it's survivor if you play solo it's killer but I think that's one reason why we're so excited about this is because it's going to be like a social killer experience. Yeah. Like the first that's... one of its kind, right? Yeah. Normally like, with these first... games, I'm always like, what's playing Survivor like? Because I like to play Survivor generally in, in these games. But with, the, but with these two games, I'm like, what's killer going to be like? That's what yeah. I care about. I want to play that. 
So. Can we see the for, for the first time we could see a horror asim out the gate have like long cues on Survivor side because everybody oh. wants to play killer first, right? Like, frankly, yeah, I think yeah, I think everyone's gonna want to play I think well, I think both sides having a social component is gonna be great for queue times. Although frankly. Texas Chainsaw is preparing for that because they did tweet out the bottoms of their survivors. They know what they're doing. They know oh, what they're yeah. doing. Oh, it worked the rumps, on me. They the rumps, yeah. It yeah. worked on me. I, I was like, I saw one of them and I was like, I'm playing that one. That was <laughs> well, it's, it's just kind of almost wild that they've never thought, nobody, no company's ever thought to do the, the multi-sided horror ASIM, right? The multi-sided ASIM where there's multiples on one side or the other, right? Because mm. one of the biggest like, issues with, you know, people choosing to play killer in games like DVD people dead like oh, people are social creatures and they yeah. like to game with friends and a lot of people have established friends groups and it's very hard to convince a lot of people to invest in a solely solo online multiplayer experience that so was True. a brilliant idea mm. brilliant idea to... however doug i i regret to inform you you are forgetting about a game that did it first oh god what am and I that's forgetting? identity v oh with the 2v8 <laughs> mode Classic two V eight. I still, I still see people asking for that in DBD. I'm like, no, no way. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want I it. Fucking no. Can you imagine getting <laughs> face camped by two killers? How? <laughs> yeah, it happens yeah. sometimes. Some hackers <laughs> get in your game. <laughs> yeah, true. God, dude, that's so funny, bro. Like, oh uh, yeah, I got the window. You, you take the, you take the yeah. door. Like, yeah, <laughs> they aren't getting in here. Like, yeah. And again, I'm, I'm actually ashamed. How could I have forgotten about hit asymmetric? mobile game identity v and making that bold claim and statement so my apologies yeah. to not only you john and to the I mean, entire spine chill viewer base and listener base but uh screw you gary identity fair, v fair is enough. my favorite i couldn't give a game. shit dog couldn't give That's a shit neighbor so secret <laughs> neighbor what you say I what, what john you, i said identity v is my favorite asim horror game next to secret neighbor of okay. course that's, Secret neighbor you know, number that's one, for, you know, identity V number two. You know, John, John, you said that on the podcast. You know, that's forever, right? That's forever. <laughs> that's going live. It's yeah. on the internet forever. You know, you're not going to edit that out. I hope. No, of course. It not. just blanks it out. It's just silence. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite game is beep, beep. redacted. Redacted. Yeah. So is no, that identity it? V. We got, we got, we got exciting I'm stuff to talk about anywhere else. Frankly, I can't believe DVD copied identity V so hard. It's like. Really Real. disappointing, but <laughs> embarrassing, I, right? You know, I only play it because it's more popular. <laughs> yeah, only. What have you guys? What's that dark carnival game? You know what I'm talking about? There's another ASIM that's been kind of been talked about for a long time. Something. Carnival. Oh, I have no idea what you're talking about. I do. I think I have seen rumblings carnival of hunt. that. Carnival hunt is people carnival are starting hunt. to talk about carnival hunt more, and I'm wondering if there's been any news on that. I haven't it's seen coming out. Anything. It's coming out this year. It's coming out this year based on Steam. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that game's been kind of in the rumblings for a long time, actually. Like, long time. There's also yeah. a Bigfoot yeah, game, by it. the way. There's a Bigfoot game. Another one? I own that game. You guys talked about that in the Discord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I missed it. I was on vacation, so I just saw little snippets. Um, I'll play it, though. I oh, would play uh, that game. I've had it for a long time. Play it. it's, yeah, yeah. It's no, someone well, can... it started off. Sorry, I was talking about Finding Bigfoot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It's, is that what it's called? Is that a different? It got it got no, renamed it's, it's, to Bigfoot. 
It's oh, literally so, yeah. just Bigfoot. It's, and yeah. so in, initially it was a PVE like player versus you were like a person looking for an AI Bigfoot. And then like out of the blue, they just were like, by the way, you can play as Bigfoot now. And yeah. It's an oh, and when I, did they do I, that? It happened I before I had recently. friends. No, yeah, because it happened before I had friends because okay. I wanted to try it, but I didn't have any friends, so I couldn't. And uh, now I have friends, so we should think about trying it. That, I'm down. Uh, that will make it way more interesting because I played that game PVE and like most uh, like most of the games like that because there's been a lot of games like that in the past there was one for like the rake for example which is like a creepy oh yeah, yeah character there's a lot of like hunt the monster with your friends indie horror games out there and every one of them ends yeah. up with like 95 percent of the game being like where the fuck is it and then like you get like a tiny little bit of excitement and then the ai monster just runs away because it's just trained to avoid you at all costs but yeah. with a player, that sounds way more interesting because the player's not going to play like that. The player's going to no. want to like kick your ass. Yeah. So that's cool. They're going to wait. They're going to like trap you. Yeah. How many? How many players? The hunters become the hunties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should check yeah, that, that out at some point. Cool. It's an it's asymmetrical. Because I have been seeing more Horror. people playing Bigfoot lately, and I've been like, that game's like five years old. What are you guys doing? Okay, that's cool. A new entry in the ASIM horror genre for us to talk about weekly, right? Yeah, every week. Yeah, every week. We, you know how we, you know how we love to talk about games. That Watch out, secret <laughs> neighbor. Yeah, so <laughs> neighbors getting knocked off the pedestal. So our list uh, upcoming for games we need to check out: Project Playtime, Secret Neighbor, Bigfoot. Yes, I only heard two games on that list. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> and some carnival games on the horizon. Game yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. Carnival Hunt is is announced. So yeah, again, we just have like an overabundance of content uh to consume and, and check out. And what a great problem to have. Yeah. Right? And twenty twenty three, Killer Clowns, yeah. Texas Chainsaw, it's gonna be a good year. You know it is. I think all the ASIM horror genre needs is like one more big player next to Dead by Daylight for like AAA companies to take more of an interest. Mm. True. I think because like DVD kind of I think it comes off to a lot of them as like a one off like a one hit wonder type of thing or like a you know what I'm saying like it was kind of a like, Texas Chainsaw would be that repeatable. Game. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. I want to say something and I don't want you guys to be upset, but what would happen if a AAA company or even just like a even behavior or like a larger indie pulled off because we see how many people are playing project playtime what if they did a five nights at freddy asim dude i would that i would play that. Would, that game would blow up five nights at freddy's is like is like a horror ip right that's a big yeah. deal um yeah. and if you can pull five thousand you know plus people out of whatever they're doing to play project playtime which again is extremely early access um, and it's not, and I don't think Poppy's Poppy's Playtime. I don't think that is like, that's got to be like really low compared to Five Nights at Freddy's in terms of like an IP, right? And like popularity. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah just like, just from time, like FNAF has been yeah. around since uh, eight years now. So yeah. yeah, definitely. I need to play that at Man. some point. Yeah, I've never played a single one of them. I own them all. You play what? Five Nights at Freddy's. Five. You've never played FNAF. Gary? No, I think I've just I think I've just watched you play the first one. <laughs> I was about to say you made a game, kind of 
inspired partially by FNAF. Yeah, a little bit. Just in there. There was elements that I took out of it, I mean, like it's... The, the knights. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I would say that's partially inspired. On, on that topic, any publishers that are interested in making an asymmetrical horror game around the, the IP of Nightlights? <laughs> I will say, I will say, if you're playing, okay, if you're playing FNAF for the first time in 2023, it's it's gonna hit different. It's not gonna hit the same like it did back then. So, of course, you not. might be kind of bored because it's very atmospheric, especially the first one. Second one's kind of higher paced, but um, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be kind of like this is it. I've seen a lot of reactions to people playing it, like. Recently, like this is it. This is what all the fuss was about, you know. But yeah. at the time, it was really innovative. Just figure out to throw that out there. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, don't play the new one, Security Breach. Though that game is crap. I was only I was only playing on playing the first one. If I actually yeah. played Five Nights at Freddy's, yeah. I think I watched you play it, like your video that you put out. I think I watched it, John. Yeah, like the original it's... one. Uh, so I didn't really, I didn't really feel inspired to have my own journey after watching you play it. So. No, you made the correct decision. Look how sad and low it. energy the conversations become since we started talking about Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> I was just throwing it. I said, I'm sorry for ruining the vibe, dudes. I, I buffed, I, I flopped the vibe check. I just wanted to say that seeing Poppy play our Project Playtime blow up as a as a C tier license. And knowing that FNAF is out there, and knowing that the the horror asim genre is like wide open right now, I just thought you know connect the dots. It'd be interesting. It could be, really, it could be a really easy way for them to convince a AAA to or you know a developer that's a legitimate developer to go after it. Yeah, you know, and really blow it up. Getting this genre to be more widespread appealing is like a good thing for all the games. Yeah, definitely. I. Yeah, like I said, there just I I really think there just needs to be one game other than Dead by Daylight to kind of hit it big and consistently be a presence in like the the multiplayer game TCM, space. TCM, TCM, TCM. I think that's all it needs. I mean, yeah, if TCM could fill it, that'd be great. Uh, we'll just have to see. But uh, yeah, twenty twenty three shaping up to be a great year for asymmetrical horror and uh, a great year for Spine Chill. If we do one new episode. Or one new season a week, then we'll then by the end of the year we'll be at I believe sixty four, sixty five season. Can you imagine? Whoa! Uh, wow! That would be the longest running like seasonal podcast ever at that point. Possibly. I know they could get in the Hall of Fame with that. I mean, I th I, I just... think we're already the longest running like DVD. <laughs> Podcast. Yeah, I would say that I would argue that of all of the podcasts that have come and gone, like I feel like we're the most consistent. We've missed what one week for the holiday, we, yeah, and then, like yeah. one week due to due to just a uh, you know, TwitchCon coming in the and, way. Yeah, TwitchCon. Oh yeah, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I took a week, but yeah, yeah. that would have been very consistent. And that's so. the thing. Like, did everyone fill out it, the it, DVD survey where they were asking about which podcast, which DVD podcast oh, you listen to? I meant to do that. Don't worry, I, I haven't I, filled it out yet. Still time, I think. Fill it out. Yeah, were we were we on there, or did we have to fill it? No, in no, no. You have to put yours in. I put I put the spine show in three times. <laughs> Give you three that, options. Yeah. I I'm very actually okay. Yeah, everybody out there who's listening, which this is a great thing to put in an hour and a half in, uh, <laughs> when the least amount of people put are it, here. Put it as like a but, little thing that pops up. Put like a thing at the start, like underneath. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Great, Gary. Think of another thing for me. You, you could cut Thanks. it. Cut it for the intro. Cut it for the intro. Yeah, yeah. Just right? put this in at the start. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll do like a little. Yeah. But I'll, I'll put it here too. Hey, 
do the DVD survey, and when they ask you about the DVD podcast, mention Spine Chill, okay? Just do it. Yeah. Put us on the map for them. We won't behave. I have you. no idea. Frankly, I have no idea why they're asking about that. It's yeah, so it's very strange weird. to me that they're asking, do you listen to any DVD podcasts? Because I'm like, what are I mean, there's there's a couple, but I, I are we like the main active one? I like I, was, how many are there? As far as I as far as I know, as far as like consistent weekly episodes, yeah. I think, yeah, that's I, think what I think I mean. think there's there's been a lot of people that have done the podcast and they kind of come and go. They do they go right. off and they, they drop off. Yeah. And again, I think what's really what's really benefited us is tackling the genre, not the game. So if we, can you imagine how Spine Show would look if we only talked about DVD? <sighs> There'd be some, some weeks when we have nothing to talk about. <laughs> the energy yeah. would drop immediately. Yeah. We're going to get that yeah. Texas chainsaw and kill a clown's yeah. energy. <laughs> I mean, We'd never I can find only... that, 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 that energy. I can only come on here so many weeks in a row being like, they need a nerf eruption before. <laughs> yeah. It's just really boring. But if you're watching yeah. that behavior, we do love Dead by Daylight. <laughs> <laughs> we do. And you're still our number one. And you'll yeah. be our number one until you're not anymore. So nerf eruption, please. <laughs> nerf. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Texas Chainsaw's around the corner. Until you're not anymore. I love that. <laughs> we'll all walk. We'll all yeah. walk for TCO. I'm quitting tomorrow. I'm quitting <laughs> DVD tomorrow. <laughs> Twitter says. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're always quitting. But yeah, yeah I'm excited. Fill it out. I am. I am. Overall, I am super excited about the year to come because we have so much to talk about, and I think that, in my mind, I have no. Unless I stop getting invited as the longest recurring guest, I have no interest in stopping the podcast because I love this stuff. I love talking about these games. I think that's what also helps us is that I genuinely look forward to us hanging out. Yeah, yeah. I look forward to hanging out with John for sure. Thanks, man. I, lo I look forward to you hanging too. out with both of you, both of my best oh. friends. Fuck both like, of you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was say, okay, so Gary went the other route because I was going to say, fine, I love Gary. It's true. And then Gary went the fuck you route. So we have so, the, yeah, the duality so. of... I guess we'll stick to the bit. It's no longer a bit, actually. Yeah. When it's a, just from when hatred a, when a, now. When a bit becomes reality, right? When a work becomes a, a shoot. Yeah. A little insult. Backfired, so Gary. Alright, well, thank you everybody for listening <laughs> to season 13 of Spine Shell. What a great way to start the year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, this has been great. We'll, we'll see you all for season 14 next week. And uh like to thank my co-hosts, Gary the Hot Cross. Thank you, And thank Doug you. Running Man. Thank you, and, uh, thank you. I'm John <laughs> Wolf. <laughs> On behalf of all three of us signing off, see you next time. Bye, everyone. You. Bye. Bye. Bye.